Hello out there. This is the fox and the ham. I'm Rashid Talib. And I'm Mark Hubbard. And I'm a little bit sick today, so oh, no. deal with it. Yeah. Wait, are you really I'm sick? Thinking, what, are you okay? I don't actually know. I might just be... Okay, so I like cleaned my basement earlier today. Well, okay. The cleaning of the basement has been a many months project. I've made good progress, but I was hanging out with a lot of dust and... and was, dust and yeah. <laughs> also dust. Um, and more dust. And so my nose is a little runny and I'm coughing, so... You're trying to get kick the dust it. out of its home. Like yeah, come my, on. My you you yep. expected to do any any anything else other than get you sick? Like, come on. I mean, I'm trying to inhale feather dusters right now to uh, mitigate the dust issue in my lungs. Oh, I think that will <laughs> solve the problem. Oh, good. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense to me. But I think the important thing here is is that we're back. Yes. After eight. 18 years off air i yep. think we were actually seven when we, when we were doing our last podcast yep we yeah, were such intelligent us... eight-year-olds yeah well i was an intelligent i could have podcasted podcasters are not smart i would know i am one so <laughs> i was gonna say careful with this <laughs> careful <laughs> look any any monkey with a microphone <laughs> can make a podcast. <laughs> Which, to be honest, is probably a podcast that people would listen to, just like a monkey on the microphone. <laughs> uh, you got you got monk on the mic. <laughs> yeah. No, that's really you have you get uh, Jane Goodall to do a podcast and then interview oh, her various yeah. uh, her various friends. That would be that's so true. sick. Since she's the child of a monkey and I think some sort of like elephant fairy, right? Ah. That's her superhero backstory. Okay. <laughs> Marvel. Yeah. Uh, this is already trademarked Marvel, so don't. Yeah. Disney. Uh, well, I think it, Dark Horse Comics, actually. Uh, Jane uh, Goodall, a uh, Hellboy character. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's got fairies and... Uh, interspecies breeding like uh like like hellboy He's like real son. life i guess because jane yeah. goodall apparently works that way <laughs> yeah wait what is are you implying to me that hellboy is real and that he's actually the descendant of king arthur wait he's not i mean oh dear <laughs> i i i i, I you're you're blowing my mind here. I, like, yeah, he's, he's also not Santa Claus. <laughs> oof. Oh, man, I I think I need to go back to bed. My my, I I don't know how I can how this day can get worse. First, I find um, out Hellboy isn't Santa Claus, and then first I find out that Jaden Goodall is real. It's like wow, I don't know. Is I don't know. Yep, and Hellboy isn't. Yeah, this is, this is man. This, this, is just tough. this is the worst day of my life. Finding out that Jane Goodall is real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> but if she weren't, she'd be a damn good animated character. So 
Yeah. Nice. Exa- what a nice segue. <laughs> yeah. With a segue worthy of Dean Kane himself. Let's go, baby. <laughs> anyway, yep. As was implied by our talk of Hellboy and Jane Goodall and the the Jane Goodall Dark Horse shared universe. Hey, Hellboy had a Hellboy had an animated series, didn't he? Like. Did he? I don't think so. It wouldn't be very child-friendly. <laughs> I mean, are... I mean, there, there are plenty of animated series that aren't child-friendly, right? Uh, uh, name one. Never heard of it. Nope. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All the classic uh, child... Yeah, family-friendly animated characters like Betty Boop and Meatball from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Meatball's a, a kid, so Ergo must be a kid-friendly show. Yeah. <laughs> Literally any character for Robot Chicken, like, yeah. Ba- basically, I don't, I don't know. I think there's some. There are some that a child could watch. I, I like how you massage that. So like you, you must you did and, a good job yeah, massaging like, that. Yeah, like I'm trying to remember. There are definitely some that are just like weird, mm-hmm. non sequitur humor. Like one of my favorites, which is just like <laughs> there's a uh like the a parent and a child sitting on a porch, <laughs> and and the dad goes, "Son, pull my finger." And the kid's like, "I don't want it, dad." And then it just like zooms out a little bit and there's a cop there and he's like i reckon you better do what he says and that's it (laughs) it's like it's so beautiful yeah i reckon you better do what he says (laughs) yeah they're not not all crazy people exploding and dying and stuff Mm -hmm. not all of them anyway yeah robot chicken what a show I remember watching show. that with my dad back uh, back in the day when my mom would fall oh asleep God. on the couch. It was very, it was it was that good times. It's such a funny show. Like it was genuinely pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. I could I could get down with more of that. I don't think I've actually finished the sentence of what we're doing today. So oh, I'm gonna sorry, go ahead and say that now. And then we'll yeah. Um, we can we today are doing a podcast episode about so anyway, I was making dinner. <laughs> no, um, we're we're gonna do the top ten best, greatest. I don't actually remember what our title was. Best or and or greatest animated characters, uh, to date. Yeah, we won't be judging any from the future. So when we had decided that we were gonna come back, we decided let's just do an easy one, an easy one where there's yep. very little. Little, like, everyone's right. Like, there's little room for discussion. Exactly. This, this is a real be... small pool of, yeah. of available characters. Yeah. Not a massive panoply of selections uh, that vary in a million different ways. None of that. None of Something that. Something. Of course not. Easy. Yep. Um, and, and I think we hit hit on exactly that i i definitely didn't spend like over an hour just staring and moving characters around just to get a list of i think i have 15 and like a bunch in my head that i like 
purposely didn't put on there so I wouldn't have to wheedle wheedle. So I wouldn't have to wheedle is number one. By yep, the way. That's it. <laughs> animated characters. <laughs> Definitely wheedle. the most iconic animated character from one of the most iconic animated shows of all time, of course. It's yeah, exactly. Wheedle. Um mm-hmm. everyone remembers it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I was making some funky yeah. noises before this podcast started because there were there were characters that I just did not want to take off of our list or my oh, my yeah. list. It, it's I, so I, I can I can empathize. <laughs> yeah, it was it was very difficult going through this, and there are a lot here that are like honorable mentions. Some of which are are, are truly like honorable mentions in that like I don't think they belong on the list of greatest, but it it is worth mentioning them. Mm-hmm. And then there are some that it's like. I mean, they belong on a list and might even actually be top 10, but it's yeah. difficult. It's very difficult. <laughs> yeah. I, um, have, have we said the, the number that we're trying to whittle it down to? Just 10. Yeah. Top, top wait. 10. Top. Top 10? Top 10? I whittled it down to eight. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we exactly. Did... We each bring... Hold okay. Oh, uh, so okay. This, this behind is good. the scenes for everyone this here. This is good. Yeah. Uh, our current format, and I say current as though you know we've been doing it with any regularity and haven't been interspersing it with other things, uh, <laughs> is that we each come with a certain number of items and then try and battle it out to get you know the most of our items or a consensus. You know, maybe someone rolls up and is like, you know, the greatest basketball players of all time and and they're like oh man i i wrote yo yo ma down eight times (laughs) yeah and he could never dunk on shaquille o'neal because he'd be carrying a cello (laughs) it's incredibly hard to play basketball while holding yeah. Um, if you just come up with a bad list, I don't want to say it's like just trying to get your list in, but basically mm-hmm. the idea was, you know, if you try and make a list of 10, you don't each come with five characters because like, or, you know, five items, because there's a chance that there's no overlap and you just have a list of 10. Yeah. And, and that's not fun. But also like, you know, if you're trying to make a list of 10, and each of you has 10, you know, it, it it becomes into a huge becomes into a huge you know, going Oppenheimer on this. <laughs> uh, it turns into a, a big sprawling thing Kerfuffle. like our first episode, which I think was great, but yeah. long. <laughs> well, you know. Anyway, so we're gonna do this in three minutes. Yes, we're, <laughs> we're gonna speed run this uh, listing. Yeah, exactly, and then we're gonna make More fart record. sounds for five minutes. And then it'll be over. No. Um, so, yeah, like we, we each should each have about eight and we're trying to get it okay. into a list of ten. Mm-hmm. And I think the amount of variance that we're probably going to see, because like up even up to the last minute before we start the recording, I was like thinking of characters like, ooh, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. So, this is good. Yeah. They're, they're definitely. Anyway. Yeah. There are definitely some characters that I am going to bring up that will really, really, that w- whether or not they belong on this list really, really depends on how we define the word great and how we define the word animated character, or the phrase so like, animated character. <laughs> yeah, so, so like the wizard from Fantasia is on your list because he has a lot of power. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> 
and like uh, 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 Donald uh, Trump from The Simpsons is not because he doesn't have much power. <laughs> I, I I'm not sure what the, <laughs> is that. What is that? Was that is that the analogy? He has more power than he needs. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. Um, from that. Uh, anyway, what? Yeah, I mean, let's just get right into it. Uh, and I say that, you know, 10 minutes into the podcast. I mean, this is fine. Uh, <laughs> if people have listened to us at all before, they know Which that they this is what we're about. I mean, if numbers are anything, they haven't. Oh, you know. <laughs> we have some loyal listeners. We appreciate you, loyal listeners. All, all four of you, baby. Yeah. Um, and all of them have most true. likely heard some of our stuff before. So, yes. That's true. It's, I mean, all of them have probably been in our conversations before. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think we just hop right in, and uh, I I remind you, I don't know if you put yours in order, but I I cannot order yeah, this. It's hard I enough to come up with this list, mm-hmm. so I don't even think that this this top ten is not going to be ranked. It's just going to be yes. ten at the top. Yep, I think we're going to agree that there's probably a much longer list of characters that could all go head to head. But anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Mark, why don't you kick us off? Okay, so I'm going to go with a character... Well, yeah, I'm going to go with a character that I think... I This may be risky for me to say, but I think this character is fairly ubiquitous. Like, I'd be shocked if this character does not end up in the top ten, but we'll see. But okay. I feel... I Honestly, I feel like maybe all... Of, both of us feel that way about all eight of our characters, so we'll see. But I'm going to start it off with... I don't. <laughs> I, we'll get to that. I'm, I'm going to go with Pikachu from the animated Pokemon series. Okay, yeah, that, that's I think Pikachu is, list. like, fairly non... Like, removing Pikachu would be a non-starter. I straight me. up... Like... Pikachu is maybe one of the most recognizable characters in the world right now. Yeah. Um... Certainly Nintendo's most recognized character. Like, definitely more than Mario, as much as that might bother them, since they only own half of Pikachu. Right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Game Freak owns the other half. Uh, But, yeah, yeah, no, that is is a character that... And I, I think I'll talk a little bit more about this, but, like, part of what makes Pikachu a great animated character is that... It is not a character that can exist outside of animation. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't work the same way. Like, the amount of expressiveness that that character has in the show and the things that it can do, like, you know, lightning bolts and stuff, it just doesn't work mm-hmm. live action. It would be horrific. Well, and, and I know what you're saying. But what about Detective Pikachu? And I'm like, that's not a very Pikachu Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like the animated Pikachu from like the show and sort of the games as well. Yeah, but I, yeah, no, that is well, that was absolutely on my list. <laughs> yeah, I, I think something that's also fairly, uh, I think something else that contributes to uh, how ubiquitous Pikachu is is that, despite what you said, where like Pikachu couldn't really you know exist in the real world, one Pikachu is technically kind of modeled off of something that's real sort of in like the whole like mouse concept and so there is something that grounds pikachu but then also <laughs> grounds pikachu yeah. Yeah. electric type man yeah. ground man man yeah. yeah yeah 
Um, but then also on top of that, I think Pikachu's character design is simple with high contrast features that is easily recognizable. I think that's also very important. Like, like I'm, I'm not saying if you asked anyone to draw Pikachu that they would do a perfect job, but like <laughs> certainly they would recognize Pikachu. And like, if they had to, I feel like of any animated character, like there are aspects of Pikachu that just like stick out that, you yeah, know, like his ears and tail. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> Both in the yeah, literal. But, you know, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Plus Pikachu is cute. Yes. Like, Pikachu is cute. It is a cute character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that was, that was on my list. I, yeah, that might be like right up there with, uh, another character I think is going to be on both of our lists, but I'll go with my, my first that I put down on the list. One certified genius, Wile E. Coyote. Ah, Um, okay. This was absolutely my top pick out of the Mary Melodies Looney Tunes characters. Um, And I actually do sort of have another character from them. We'll, we'll, We'll get to that. Um, Wiley Coyote, uh, and I know people are like, but what about Bugs Bunny? And I'm like, well, here's the, the difference is Bugs Bunny does use the animated space, but I would pick Wiley Coyote and, and, and side note, Bugs Bunny is on my honorable mentions. Yeah. I, I think and Bugs Wiley Coyote <laughs> wins because Bugs Bunny is awesome at what he does. Like, he's great. He wins. He is a winner in basically everything. Even when he loses, like, in that one episode where uh, he eats the superpower carrots and he has, like, superpowers. He's messing with the hunter and the horse. And uh, and then the hunter and the horse eat the superpower carrots and he has uh, superpowers. <laughs> he literally just, like, exits stage left uh, and becomes a marine, which makes, like, very little sense. But he still walks away without getting harmed i mean obviously until he joins the war and gets shot um (laughs) sort of weird specific reference but okay um but so while e coyote is special because in the roadrunner cartoons the i think it was like a team who designed him like two guys who who worked on on that character for a very long time i can't remember who their names are but regardless the way he was designed is to look very human and you're supposed to relate to wily coyote um because he is just trying to get something done and he's getting thwarted by roadrunner which is essentially a roadrunner is like a Mm non-entity he's not a character he represents just just like force of nature so what Wiley Coyote is is just a person who has a bad time of things and he's very expressive and like whenever he like you know runs off a cliff and you just see that face of just like oh no um and you know loss and harm and everything and all he's trying to do is eat um he is a very relatable character because he is just that so, like, in addition to him being, you know, the classic Looney Tunes, like, dynamic kind of character, he is something to relate to with very little uh, context or background like you would with, like, 
um, Bugs Bunny, who, like, does a lot of, like, spoken jokes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, you don't really need to speak the language to get Bugs Bunny, but you do kind of. Whereas Wiley e. Coyote is, is very universal. So and thus, I think he is stronger as a great character than maybe any other, probably any other uh, Looney Tunes character. Uh, so to I to try to repeat back to you what I think I'm hearing, are are you? I I, I personally can't speak to the popularity of Bugs Bunny versus Wiley e. Coyote, but oh, Bugs Bunny is more popular, right? But are are you? Are you arguing that if you remove the popularity aspect and, like, the, I don't want to say the verbal aspect, but, like, you know, how verbally iconic a lot of what Bugs Bunny says is, that... I don't the, think there is a lot that's necessarily verbally... Like, he has character to him because of the way he talks a lot of the time. By the way, I mean, for all of this, I'm referencing the old actual Looney Tunes stuff, like, not any of the stuff they made much later... Or, like the Bugs Bunny show or later or anything like that. Or what about like What's like, Up I'm, Doc? Like that's kind of verbally iconic, right? That's an iconic line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He has know. a line. I I guess. But sorry. I, that's I'm getting uh, um, away from my previous point of trying to repeat back to you what I'm hearing. Like it sounds like your perspective is that Wiley's Coyote, uh, <laughs> Wiley Coyote's character <laughs> is meant to be so human and so like strong like th- that Wiley e. Coyote's strength of character makes him a greater character than Bugs Bunny because Wiley e. Coyote is he meant to represent have... the human living life and like to teach the lesson that you know nature will never stop but that you always it's need not, to keep whoa, living your whoa, life. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think you're attributing a lot more to this. Oh, okay. than... Then maybe <laughs> he's not, not so there much to that, teach but... a lesson. He's an animated character. Um but he's relatable. Mhm. Because there is this force, which he just tries, like, he is just a guy trying to get food, and he's very expressive in when he is defeated, despite how hard, and, like, he is very, very capable. Like, he comes up with these crazy contraptions, and he's clearly, you know, like, that's sort of the joke. He's a certified genius. He's able to do all these crazy things, uh, but it doesn't matter. He's still defeated. Mm-hmm. Um... He's still unable to get what he wants, no matter how hard he tries. He is more relatable. He has less character than Bugs Bunny, but he is a better character. Because he is relatable. Yeah, he's more relatable than Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny just wins. Like, that's sure. not relatable. Sure. I, I don't I don't disagree that Wile E. Coyote is more relatable than Bugs Bunny. Um, and, and I'm just... Mind making... you also, Bugs Bunny is not a jerk, or at least... The old version of him is not a jerk. He does not beat people up because it's fun. He does it because they mess with him first, like mm-hmm. usually in trying to kill him. <laughs> right, right. Um, and so he messes with them. He doesn't just try and kill them back. No, he he ruins their day. <laughs> and so like that works. That's great. That's funny. And there are many very good characters from Looney Tunes. Um, like, hmm. I mean, I would also argue say arguably that that. Daffy Duck is is a stronger character mm-hmm. than Bugs Bunny, but I think Wiley e. Coyote um is a better like animated character overall. They are doing more things with the animation like with the actual art form than they are with 
Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Because, like, a lot of what Daffy Duck and, and Bugs Bunny do is verbal. But you don't need that to be animated. Those could be real people. They could be on a radio show. That doesn't need to be animated. <laughs> there is nothing special about that in terms of animation. That's just character design. Mm-hmm. An animated character, I think, does something special with their animation. Hmm. And Wiley Coyote does that. Bugs Ooh. Bunny also does, but to a lesser extent. Okay, so... so Thus he comes out on top. Between relatability and just contribution to... Well, like, no, con- he's, not he's relatable face, because but... of the things they do with the animation. Mm. Like, they're not giving him lines that make him relatable. He, yes. They're not telling you a story that makes him relatable. They are designing him in a way that makes him relatable, which is impressive because he's a drawing. Right, 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 right. I, I'm with you that the relatability is visual. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think he's a better animated character than Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a better character. Bugs Bunny has better characterization in terms of, like, you know, a story element than Wile E. Coyote does. But Wile E. Coyote is a better animated character. <laughs> That's a fine line we're walking here. <laughs> yeah, specifically, like, I'm not... It, most of the... I think most yeah. of the characters on this list, if we were doing, like, the best characters in media of all time, I don't... I think maybe not any of them would show up. Mm-hmm. Some of them would, I think. But, like, it's... They're specifically animated characters. There has to be something special about the animation. And if there isn't... Ooh. Then that's not a great animated character. Oh, like, this is where this is going to be interesting. Is, that modifier my, is important. My um, list is not going to. My list is going to be very interesting if we're using. That so you're mindset. doing like a, a list of like characters who are animated. <laughs> that like, that's I think because like I think Pikachu is a great example. Like he's if you look at, sorry, I'll say him or it because it's. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think they gender define. It's not important. Um, Pikachu has almost no character. Like, there is character. Like, Pikachu has a personality to a certain extent. But, like, no deep, like, backstory and, like, inter- character interactions that are rich and powerful. Um, like, that is not part of Pikachu. Of that definition of what Pikachu is. What Pikachu is, is a crazy fast thunder mouse that shoots lightning bolts out at people and, like, makes silly faces and gets totally smashified by rock monsters. Like, that's the wild thing about Pikachu. It is not because he has hilarious lines and has, like, you know, a a meaningful dialogue with Ash on a regular basis. He is beloved because of how he interacts with the screen. That's Mm -hmm. what makes him a great animated character. Much like most of Pokemon, why it's a good show, because, like, that's what they do. They do something very dynamic and mm-hmm. visually engaging with these Pokemon, but they also, like, they give them a level of characterization in terms of writing that also makes them, you know, something you can connect to. And uh, the combination of that makes them a good character, but moreover, a good animated character. Mm-hmm. Or animated characters, I guess, since I'm, you know, plural. Um, and I think Wile E. Coyote is similar to that. He's not a 
amazing character. He's not much of anything special in terms of the writing. But in the directing and the storyboarding uh, is is where, and the animation itself is where he shines. Mm-hmm. That's what I think makes a good animated character. Also, some other aspects that I'll go over later, I think, with some of my picks. Okay. Okay. But... Go go ahead and, yeah. and and pull out your second one when, okay. when you're done so, uh, being totally blown away. <laughs> I listen. I, I'm just making sure I'm understanding what our definitions are. I'm, I'm having a good time. Um, having a ball. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go in a slightly different direction here. Okay. And Mr. Magoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. You got it. Um, where. I, I was thinking about, uh, like, comic book characters. And when I say comic book, I mean, like, your, you know, superhero, like, DC Marvel-esque comic book heroes. So not, not animated. <laughs> well, but some of them were animated. I mean, but, but then you would have to specifically reference, you can't just be like, oh, yep, the Hulk. <laughs> oh, well, okay, uh. <laughs> That's news to me. Um, so, but that's not an animated character. <laughs> I mean... Th- I, I could be like Richard Nixon, because they've put him in things where he's an animated character, and and he did a whole bunch for America, relationships with China. Like, what? <laughs> I picked the worst <laughs> president. <laughs> like, like the, I could just be saying things like, that. Chester A. Arthur has been animated. I don't know why I went with another president. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay, well, like, this is you could like... just pick anything that has been animated and say why it's great. Then, <sighs> okay, then this really? then this basically like <laughs> oh man, this completely destroys off everything. A large fraction of my list. Then, okay, um, good. Well, we're half an hour into the podcast. <laughs> this is this is going to be interesting. Because, well, so. I mean, okay, let's, 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 I want to talk about this a bit more. So like, let's talk about like, for example, what I was going to say, and this will be good because now we can, you know, establish exactly what is an acceptable animated character in your eyes. But like when, so in your eyes, just, just saying Superman is not adequate, correct? No, you would need to say which Superman, because like the ones from the really old cartoons where he just like flies in, has no character and, and like deflects something with his chest and then moves on and they were like super short like each one was like maybe five minutes long or something and the plot is the same every single time and it's like not particularly like it's sort of emblematic of the time that it came from in terms of artwork but it's not really special that one no no i wouldn't say that's a great animated character at all Mm mm-hmm maybe iconic in that like i think that style had something to do with how he was designed later and a lot about what people see him as today but you know he's not really the superman that people know by any stretch nor is he very interesting so i would say no not that superman if you're talking about the superman from the animated series uh that was done in conjunction with the dcau he's pretty up there i liked him he's okay Eh, eh. he's all right yeah, I, he's a yeah. good character from a really good series, but I think there's better characters there. Um, sure. 
Okay, yeah. I guess, uh, okay, I'll... Yeah, I think you need to specifically say which Superman, because okay. they're different characters. Then, then I will table Superman and potentially <laughs> try out a different... Uh, I love the phrase, I will table Superman. Yes. I, <laughs> you hear that, Superman? I'm going to table you. I'm oh, man. Show you what's up. Use the chair. Yeah. <laughs> Superman 316 says, uh, that's, I don't know if you're a WrestleMania fan, but. Um, I, don't, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Everything I know about wrestling is, um, oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and that's about it, to be honest. I I was making reference to, uh, uh, Steve Austin saying Austin 316 says, I'm going to kick your blank. And that's like one of the most iconic wrestling lines of all time. Um, and that was where, that was where that came from. But thanks Spotify for giving me all those ads. And that's the only reason I know that because Spotify (laughs) is literally like, Oh, do you want ads every like three songs? Cause I don't want to pay for Spotify. Like, Sure. Oh, Listen to WrestleMania ads for the next twenty Dude, years. Mark, Mark, we should we should put you in my family plan. I mean, since you well, uh, in case Spotify is listening, since we publish on uh, I, Anchor, which is owned by Spotify, Spotify. I mean that Mark lives with us, I, and so he should be <laughs> part of it because he's part of our family. You know, we actually share a bank account and have and our uh, domestic partners. So yeah, yeah exactly. It's, We're married. Yeah, like it's fine. <laughs> Works on deployment. It. That's why we're not in the same place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, given if if the, if this is the way that we're approaching things, I'm gonna bring up. I'll say I'll say Bart Simpson, from The Simpsons. Okay. Um, I. That's that yeah, was all I, my honorable mentions, but I think it rises up a bit, given the definitions that we're coming to here, because yeah, he like you know there's you know where he's from he's like his character is not all that fleshed out like it's whatever but like oh it is what what or, I yeah mean, it is like he's he okay I mean, hmm. oh, like, all right sure it, in an episodic show it is hard to give dynamic like yeah. full range character but, to someone but I, I would say he is as much if not more fleshed out than say bugs bunny since we're going off of that sure oh um, I, I like I guess, you know yeah. what he's gonna do you know his relationships with other characters um you know he, he yeah. is a characterization of something like he's mm-hmm. predictable to that he's, extent he's e- easily recognizable he oh, absolutely! Is the mo- arguably the most popular Simpson, or maybe not, maybe not popular because that popularity is not necessarily something that I think mean, it, sh- it should I, have some factor, but not. I think he might be large the, one. the most popular. But so I actually Homer, I put I put on honorable mentions quote the Simpsons, oh. <laughs> and for exactly this reason, yeah. I didn't know if I should put Bart or Homer. <laughs> right. Right. They're both very, very iconic. It's one of them, but I yeah. don't. I really don't know which. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that would be difficult to for me to figure out. But yeah, I, I think there's a strong argument either way. So I, I would say, yeah, Bart Simpson is definitely up there. 
mm-hmm. uh, whether he belongs in the top ten, we we shall see. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I like yeah. I can't make it. I wouldn't be like oh absolutely not. I'm like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Bart Simpson yeah. Um, <laughs> my I think the only thing you could possibly say against Bart, which I think you could apply to Wile E. Coyote just as easily, which is. Uh, his staying power is dwindling. Like, I think he's less really? and less recognizable. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. You, you think, like, you think Zoomers aren't, don't recognize who Bart Simpson is? Yeah, no one really watches The Simpsons anymore. Like... I mean, sure, but, like... He was, like, a... Th- like, you could find him on, on, on shirts all over the place previously. Now it's like, yeah, it's not really there. I don't know. Well, uh, is sorry, he more I guess common I'll... than Wiley Coyote? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sorry, don't get me wrong. I agree that his um, his recognizability and the amount that he's around is lower than what it was ten or fifteen years ago. I will. Yeah, agree but with that. I mean, but calling it dwindling is I'm, maybe me, a how else would thing. you describe it? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's it's less. I don't know. Like yes, <laughs> but but dwindling feels exactly. to me. Dwindling has the connotation of like at risk of being completely. El- at like at I didn't fairly say, high risk of being eliminated from the popular culture. I didn't I'm not say sure that the Bart Simpsons that. of the world were critically endangered. <laughs> well, I mean, it, dwindling. I think I'm mostly stuck on the word dwindling, but um, you just don't like the connotation of it. I mean, like because I think by pure definition, you can't argue that it is dwindling. Literally, there is okay. a smaller and smaller ratio of people who know that character. Okay. Okay. I'm. I looked up the definition, and my pure definition, that's fair. <laughs> my pure definition, that's fair. I, I. I agree. I agree. There might be some connotation that it is like maybe actively happening to a high degree, but I, I don't think that that is necessarily true of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the, if the that's the way you want to see it, then yeah, sure. That's probably overdramatic. Uh, but yeah, it was like gradually diminishing in size, amount, or strength, which yeah. I do think is fair. I, I do think in in that sense it is that that's fair a fair description of yeah. Bart Simpson. Yeah, I mean I, so. I don't want to say waning just because it makes people think of Wayne Knight, <laughs> who isn't Bart Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, Two different point taken beings. Point also, taken. <laughs> Wayne Knight part of the Jane Goodall universe because he exists. <laughs> Oh, ooh, the Jane Good got all cinematic universe. Let's go, baby. That's a show I would watch. Give me some more of that. I realized that that was from before the podcast. Yeah, it was. It, no one just... has any idea what we're talking about, but that's okay. Or no, no, we talked, well, we talked about Jane Goodall because I did that crappy segue about Jane Goodall being a good animated character. Right? <laughs> so there's, there's something with that. I mean, I feel like Jane Goodall as an animated character would just be like one of the Krat brothers who themselves became animated characters in a very weird and inexplicable (laughs) series of events. I mean, not that they're actually animated. All right, let's let's keep moving on. We've gone through three characters and we're dying. This is fine. (laughs) This This is going to be like three hours long. (laughs) This is on brand. It's fine. We're good. All right. Next on my list uh, is SpongeBob. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's hard. I, honestly, 
the only difficulty I had is that I didn't know if I wanted to pick SpongeBob or Patrick. Um, mm. SpongeBob is obviously more iconic. Not that Patrick isn't, but like I, I don't think mm-hmm. you could argue that more people would recognize SpongeBob than yeah. uh, Patrick is is pretty obvious. But the reason I was waffling is because I was trying to think which of them uses the fact that they're an animated character more. Oh, it's gotta be SpongeBob, uh, I, right? Like, I think it's yeah. I think it's SpongeBob. It's gotta be. Yeah, and it, I think it like it might literally just be because he has more screen time total, mm-hmm. that he has more opportunities to do that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think they're both solid up there picks, and they're also both very fun characters, at least in the first few seasons when the show was still really good. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like a, it's a, like a good. I'd say that the show remained good even through like maybe season seven. Um, but would you say it's it's not dwindling? a it wasn't a bad show after that it was just like not as good right but like the first four seasons are maybe for four or five are, are amazing um mm-hmm. anyway so yeah i don't think anyone's gonna <laughs> deny spongebob a slot in, in greatest animated characters of all time yeah which is actually um, funny because i was having a conversation with a friend of mine recently and they were literally like oh i like if you're listening to this, I love you to death, but I can't agree with your perspective on this. Um, they basically said, yeah, I don't like SpongeBob. It's The humor is too childish for me. And it's like, what? Oh, what? Like, what? What? <laughs> like, come on. No, 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 no. Wrong. And, yeah. And it they, is. They just said they, they, that they don't like shows of with in their words childish brand of humor that's vague without coming up for without like changing up their humor style a bit and i was like no come on do they watch fraser because if they do you can just ignore their opinion no i i don't think they do i prefer fraser an adult sort of you know oriented comedy (laughs) Uh, i i'm not i yeah i Ask them how they feel about Fraser. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, That'll confirm. So I figured that would get a rise out of you. Yeah, but... that, that's wild. That is actually, like, a very good show. Yeah. Especially, again, like, yeah, the first... There's a certain point where I would agree it kind of gets, like, very just, like, saccharine mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, kind of not... It, I don't know. It doesn't feel as genuine later. But... It, you know, first again, first four or five seasons, the really iconic ones, the ones that everyone remembers, brilliant, mm-hmm. and really actually good writing. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I think that is your turn. Yeah. Okay, this one is gonna bring up some discussion. This one was also an honorable mention, but I think rose significantly up the ranks given the definitions that we're using. Hmm. This is also Bob the Builder. Un- what? <laughs> Bob the Builder. Uh, yes, let's go, baby. No, specifically Bob the Builder from Robot Chicken. That Bob the Builder. Oh, that's the, okay. That's the good one. Um, true. Different character. <laughs> different character. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can't just say Superman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't just say Bob the Builder. Um, <laughs> I'm curious what your thoughts are on the Grinch from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. 
Oh, dang. Because I one thing Maybe that Maybe held... one of the best Chuck Jones designed characters. Yeah. One of one of the things that held me back initially from putting the Grinch into my top 10 was that I don't know how region like I don't know how internationally popular the Grinch is, but like yeah, that's a good question. But but within I, I, this is from a very Western like North American perspective. But like from yeah, that perspective, there is nothing in my opinion that embodies the spirit of Christmas in animated form more ubiquitously than, than a weird hairy green mountain man. Well, I mean, who they, steals you know. everyone's stuff? But but like the, the, to you, <laughs> like. That, that's a whole thing. Uh, that's a discussion we could have, I guess. But like, but yeah, no, I I agree with you. He is like he's iconic. Iconic. He is like you know, a, 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 they give him characterization, so he meets the like. And I realize that's like a. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's mostly actually, visual. Did Doctor Seuss have anything to do with the extra writing they had to do to make that movie? I don't know. I feel like he did, because I, I feel like Dr. Seuss... Well, I guess... I don't know, because I know Dr. Seuss was credited in the credits, but like that doesn't really mean anything, so... Yeah, um, exactly. I, I don't, so, like, I'm I, not sure. I kind of wonder. Yeah. Um, but, like... But anyway, like, he is... He doesn't is... really talk at all. Like, he talks a little, but... No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. He talks with Cindy Lou Who. Oh, but, right. Well, okay. I, I guess in my but, head it doesn't stick, because it's the, the narrator that's yeah. saying it. But still, I think... Whoa, it, wait. Do you think the narrator is the Grinch? Ooh, here we go. Existential questions over here. Because, like, he... It's not like he... It's not like the narrator says he says this. I mean, he does, but then the Grinch is speaking those words. like when, Or, yes. like, when he has well, the epiphany on the mountain. It came without... Uh, It came without ribbons. Packages. It came without tags. Yeah. It came without something or boxes or bags. Yeah, because yeah, he's saying those words like he's verbal. Is, like you can see his mouth moving. That's what I was wondering. Is it the same narrator all the way throughout? Yeah, there's only one voice. Okay. I mean, there's also Cindy Lou Who's voice. So there's two. Well, voices. sure. Yeah. And then the singers. <laughs> but, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, I I know what you're saying. Two like, character <laughs> voices, but yeah, and like, so yeah, fuck. wow, I, I like. I, I think what really oh. stuck out about the Grinch is not only the characterization and like you know the animation and and the how iconic he is, but also that he's attached to a holiday that is just ubiquitous yeah. across the Western world, and like that has to mean something, right? Like, like it certainly means something for merchandising, right? Like it evokes such an emotional. It's, it evokes such an emotion that yeah, it's hard I mean, his for name is literally mention. part of the lexicon of, right. of American English. Right. <laughs> like, d- don't be such a Grinch about something is, is like an actual, you know, vernacular phrase you can use that people understand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And again, yeah. That, that is the big limitation, though, is that I think it's regional. Like, I don't know how popular the Grinch is outside of North America. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think that that happens with every list we make, is the problem is, like, that's accepted, that our limitations exist as a factor of us, you know, 
living where we do and having grown up how we did. Yeah. So I, I don't think that's worth like weighting it differently because these are all like that. Mm-hmm. So anyway. But yeah. Um, so there you go. Right. That's, so that's mine. My next on the list, on my list, is uh, Gromit slash Bitzer oh, from knew, Ardman Entertainment. I knew so, you were going to do that. I knew you were going to say this. Gromit from Wallace and Gromit slash Bitzer from Shaun the Sheep, which are, in many respects, the same character. Um, <laughs> they're literally made from the same color of clay, so, you know. Man, I knew we were going to have this discussion. All right. <laughs> Time to roll the sleeves up. Oh. I just wanted to have some representation of stop motion animation. Right. And I really can't think of a character that is more indicative, except, I don't know, maybe Jack Skellington, maybe, but I hate that. What about like Rudolph? (laughs) He's uh, not as good of a character. Yeah. And I hate to stick stick on the Christmas thing, but what about like Rudolph from Rudolph? I don't think Rudolph is, is the, I don't think the Rankin Bass stuff is known nearly as well anymore. Okay. I, like at you some think, point maybe but like the, yeah i think gromit is recognized internationally and i realize i'm going outside of that waiting thing about like where we're from and everything well, I mean, like but i don't think important. gromit like, is as well known as rudolph is in america but i think internationally he's way better known mm-hmm. um that's interesting are there is that really the most iconic stop motion character ever I think he might be the single most. That's wild. Yeah. I, I like, I can't. What are the most famous stop motion animations, you know? Yeah. Um, James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Um, I, I like that movie a lot better than The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in that I is... actually like that movie. I don't like The Nightmare Before right, Christmas. It's right. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, hot take right here. I'm just going to go here off. We go. Here we know, go. Like, anyone who listens is going to be like, what? How do you not like that? Okay, first of all, all the songs are terrible. Um, <laughs> You're coming out swinging from the gun. <laughs> yeah, no. I. Because they're literally yes. like... Yes. There's, like, no writing to them. The most famous one is, like, people only remember it because it is the same line. This I believe. I believe he says this is Halloween. Or, like, you know, it's sung eight point seven two trillion times (laughs) over the course of the movie i Um, will admit that lyrically it is not all that innovative because like i have some more feelings about rent about rent the musical where like yeah no rent is also the lyrics musical i'm sorry it (laughs) i think rent is one that has like people have come to recognize yeah not as good as it was famous for um but but unlike unlike nightmare before christmas there is a song I like from Rent. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But... The one where the uh, the one person sings about having her dog, <laughs> about putting a hit out on her dog. <laughs> okay, so you like it, like, ironically. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think the music is that great, but, like, yeah. it's a very silly, funny song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this person is just, like... Yeah, singing about and like it intersperses with how one of them picked up the hit to get money because they were broke and I'm like that's a that's a yep. hilarious concept. <laughs> but um, that's the sad part is that you know that they're do- that they're doing it in seriousness. Not like, like I guess they're a little fantastical about it, but like 
Rent Rent is supposed to be this show that's like super sad and like fight the system and like this whole thing, and it's just kind of laughable. It's weird. I I hate to say it because of the themes that they try to evoke, but like, it, it's 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 rough. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I used this word earlier, and I love using this word. It is weirdly, almost in a way, it is saccharine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I like that word a lot. Yeah, which seems really strange for what it is about. Like, I I think it would have been better if instead of being, like, this happy, amazing thing where they're all like, it's wonderful. Like, if it had really been gotten dark... And I think it well, would have been a better, and I think it would have been b more interesting because there aren't many musicals that do that. Well, I mean that's the thing; like it tries to be dark, but you end up hating. Does all the it? Character. I don't yeah. think it does. Like half the character. Well, okay. Spoilers, spoilers for people who haven't seen Rent and want to see it. Like half the characters die. Like okay, it's but not that like, doesn't necessarily. So here I is mean, a great explanation of something like, that or thought on on musicals and plays that i i found uh while actually while listening to the flop house um mm-hmm. which is w- what makes it okay in a play or musical to kill a character and not have it be necessarily that impactful is that the character physically comes out afterwards like on broadway will sure. come out afterwards and take a bow they didn't leave like they're still there it is it is very clearly like the the interaction is not that you're immersed in this world such that you could believe you are there it's that you are having an emotional experience like with a play or a musical especially musicals we can almost just say this really applies more to musicals but it is kind of true of plays as well is that you are being given an emotional experience to run with the characters and and you don't necessarily feel like you are in there um Whereas, like, the realism that is being attempted to, that they attempt to achieve with many movies is such that you could, like, envision yourself in the world. That is why they are trying to reach a certain level of realism. But you can never reach that with a musical. Because nowhere in the real world do people suddenly spout out into song and they're all on key. Like, it doesn't ever happen. Right. Um, But... And and the, the... it's actually not dissimilar to animation and what makes animation great is that you can add an element of a fantastical like, element. Uh, yeah, exactly. A fantastical yeah. element that could never be achieved in the real world and yet still deliver an amazing experience for people to indulge in. Uh, part of the reason why I am not a fan of 3D animation being more and more the way people want to go because 3d animation is too real like you're losing the elasticity and plasticity of characters um like in a 3d animated movie wily coyote would not be able to have an anvil dropped on his head and have it be as silly and ridiculous as it in you know the the 2d animated things where he has the shape of the anvil in him like it doesn't work the same sure Um, sure sure I think claymation but, can kind of do it, but it, it it's different mm-hmm. than two D animation. But yeah. claymation is still the same thing. Like stop motion animation has a similar effect. Mm-hmm. There is a, a factor of realism to it. There is a factor of fantasy to it, as you put it. Um, mm-hmm. And and I think musicals do that. And so you are able to kill a character 
and have it be impactful but less devastating like or, or cover topics that like otherwise would truly be dark like i mean case but, in point fiddler on the roof sure really really dark subject matter and yet you can have songs about it so you know. i sorry i just want to make sure i'm following you because like we kind of went in a a bit of a loop here like are are you saying that you wish that rent had done a better job of really reveling in the darkness of yes. having AIDS in the nineties? Like as a yeah, young I, I think it would have been a better uh, so, production if that were the yeah. case. So, so I think that not that's saying it would have necessarily like, been good. <laughs> it's funny. It's fu- it's really funny that you say that because they really tried hard to do that. So like if you, if you told them that they'd be like, Oh, but that, but that's what we did. But I don't think they Does executed not feel it. Feel like it <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> like they, like they have plenty of scenes where you know they have like you know, like someone over ODing in an alley and like, like yeah. And that's but just then like, they have a song and, like L- "La Vie Bohème." Yeah, which I guess like ostensibly, if they were trying to make it dark, what they were trying to write is like, wouldn't it be amazing if this life were true? But it doesn't feel like that. It feels like they're singing about how this is the life they have and it's great. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so happy where it's like, yeah, you should sing a song about how you wish that could be the case, but it never will be. Yeah. Yeah. Like Lame Is, because Lame Is, well, at times Lame Is. Some songs of Lame Is. <laughs> I'm not going to sit I've here and say Lame Is is a particularly I've still never seen it. dark musical, but yeah a lot of the first half of lame is i think you'd like because a lot of it is that a lot of it is people yearning basically (laughs) during the french revolution um but then the second half turns into a lot more like you know let's come together and fight and do this thing and like so yeah i i i agree that despite rent's best intentions if they had executed some of the darker themes properly i think it would have made it a much better musical (laughs) but yeah but alas um I, sorry, I know I've been very off topic for, for a while. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, yeah. We, we left a long time ago. Yeah. Like, but who cares? I was yeah. also trying to keep us within time borders, but we're over an hour and halfway through our list, so. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> who, give, who gives a flying rat's yeah. patootie? It doesn't matter. I don't even remember. Whose turn is it? You said um, the Grinch. I said so the it's Grinch. My turn? You no, you brought up uh, Gromit from Wallace and Gromit, and we were talking about whether okay. or not that's the most recognizable uh, stop motion character. Yeah, which yeah, I can't really think of one that's more iconic. Yeah, Granted, I'm like, not an expert on stop. Motion. I think there are product like again. I think honestly, probably Jack Skellington is the one to beat for stop motion. But I Bob don't. The builder from uh, Bob the Builder from Robot Chicken. I- you know, actually, no, Bob the Builder might actually be one. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't I, put him above Gromit, but I think he. Yeah. there's a chance he might be better rec. Not a is, chance. I would is, say almost certainly better recognized. Is Bob the Builder still present in popular media? The show still exists, but it's not claymation anymore. It's 3D animated, and it looks terrifying. Oh, ew. Okay, yeah. 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 The, it's, yeah, it doesn't work if it's not stop motion. <laughs> nope, it does not. <laughs> again that's pretty wild not sure why they do that i mean i like is it i guess it's more expensive to do 3d animation so it doesn't even save money really i don't know these days it's not it's gonna be more expensive to do stop motion especially if you're doing true stop motion and not cg stop motion right like 
say Flushed Away, which Flushed Away is a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. It is hilarious and amazing. And once again, Ardman knocking it out of the park with that. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen a thing that Ardman has worked on that I haven't, at the very least, been like, this is very watchable. Like, I've seen, like, something that they helped to produce, and it was still, like, great. Like, it was not the level of, like, a pure Ardman thing, like Flushed Away or Chicken Run, but, like, they just... What an amazing studio. Uh. <laughs> they, yeah, Nick Park, dang, dang. Um... Anyway, so yeah, I think it's then your turn. Okay. Um, okay. This one could either be... I'm curious to see how this bounces off of you. This one is easily the most controversial out of my list, which is funny considering how, like, controversial some of my other ones have been. Um, Uh I could see you being like, no, this doesn't count. Or I could see you being like, hmm. I'm not... But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Okay. I... I have Pac-Man from the original arcade game. What are Ooh, your thoughts? Okay. Yeah, I can see why you would say this would be controversial. This is, is extremely controversial. Pac-Man an animated Is Pac-Man an animated character? Uh, I think yes. But I think I wouldn't put pac-man on greatest animated characters just because it i don't think it's the animation that makes pac-man famous i think it's well the experience of the game and the popularity of it as an arcade game that's the only reason why i would argue against this but i that's a clever pick i'll put it that way (laughs) yeah I don't know. Like, if I had that's to pick a, a that's if I a had, thinker. yeah. Like, if I had to pick a purely video game character, Pac-Man is easily is like no, like nobody doesn't know who Pac-Man P- is. Pu- <laughs> At purely, least from my perspective, like, I, I mean, I think if you were to pick a video game character. Pikachu is a stronger pick. Well, sorry. I, uh, that's why I said purely. Because, well, I guess Pac-Man... I mean, Pac-Man had, had like an animated show, too. Okay. So, okay, never mind. I I didn't think about the fact that Pac-Man had an animated show. I would show, say, but, but like, just for the, the video game, that Sonic or Mario might actually beat even Pikachu. Because a lot of where right, Pikachu's right. fame comes from is the show... And, and I think if franchise. you took away the show, Pikachu wouldn't be as famous. Yes, I I agree with that. Whereas the Mario show was terrible. <laughs> yeah, like M- Mario's fame comes solely from video games and from the yeah. live action Mario Bros movie. And but. Sonic's <laughs> shows were, I'm sorry, people who watched the Sonic show when they were kids. I also watched reruns of the Sonic show when I was a kid. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> both of them were bad <laughs> yeah and yeah, <laughs> yeah. so but like hey so you know was. for fans of sonic i'm a big fan of kirby and the kirby show's bad too <laughs> so Wait, there was a we're all in the show? same boat yeah, yeah it's really called right back at you 
I'll give it this. It's not terrible. It's not like mm. staring at it is like burns your eyes. Yeah, it's not like Beyblade Metal Fusion or something. <laughs> you you telling me Pegasus is not in your list for top ten most uh, top oh, ten the greatest yeah, animated characters right, of all time? You're right. Apologize to Pegasus. <laughs> <laughs> No, if I had to pick a character from that show, it would be that that girl who shouts apologize to Pegasus. <laughs> oh, her. man, so great. Yeah. <laughs> Literally just for that line and her constant insistence on people being nicer to their plastic tops. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, it's a matter of life or death, right? Apparently, oh. according to the show. And then, and, and then uh, Ben K. the bull after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For all those Beyblade Metal Fusion fans out there, yep. you eat your I hearts out. His name. <laughs> eat your hearts out. Oh man! But oh. <laughs> anyway, so okay, I guess with, with all this in mind, what like what do you have any concluding thoughts on Pac Man? Like what what uh, like what are your thoughts? I I'm, I can tell you right now that in seven days when this podcast reaches the point where we start whittling it down i'm gonna target him first yeah okay or it i i guess it's male yeah well, he's male. I, well i think I you're right know. that when pac-man first came out there was no gender associated to pac-man but then yeah. when miss pac-man came out i think people indirectly assigned gender to the original so side note do you know what miss pac-man is like, do you know what the game is, originally? It's a monster hunting game, right? Where no, no, right? Miss because... Pac-Man is a fan. Oh, uh, alteration of Pac-Man. It was like people were playing it, and they it wasn't hard enough. Like they could beat it too easily, oh, so they figured out how to like modify the game, and they made their own thing, and they got sued actually. Mm-hmm. By Namco, I believe, is the ones who created yeah, that's Namco, Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and it eventually ended up getting, like, they got the code and sort of, like, rebuilt it to look like a different game and rebranded it. Right. Um, I don't know how much of it is actually based on that fan edit in terms of the actual code, but, like, the, the general concept is. So, like, core Pac-Man versus core Miss Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man should be more difficult. And mm-hmm. is like it runs a little bit faster, and there's a few more mechanics to it. Right. Um, Sorry. And, so yeah, and, it was like Pac-Man was fun, but not hard enough. <laughs> right. And for for re- reference, what I thought you were alerting, alluding to with that question was the fact that uh, apparently the ghosts in Pac-Man are not really ghosts. Apparently, they're like in the in a lot of the original. Uh, like instruction manuals and stuff for the original Pac-Man, it's said that they're monsters that just yeah, have clothes that just like, have like blankets over them, and that they they're actually pictures of real monsters that aren't like you know yeah the old things. artwork they have like arms and legs like it, it's right. kind of weird yeah I don't really know what they were making but like back then you sort of just like did as much as you could with the few colors you had and right. then you tried to come up with something. So that's what I thought um, you were referring to with that question. But. Yeah, no. But that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, they do, they have like weird man arms and like, it's very weird looking. Yeah, the they're, they're, they're kind of, they're kind of whack, not gonna lie. They are. Um, 
But anyway, yeah. So uh, how about you? Can you what? can you name the ghosts? Oh, I can name the Miss Pac Man ghosts. I think. Can you? Or wait, no, I might be confusing them, because there's like Inky, Blinky, Pinky. That's correct. There's one more. Um and like Sven or something. <laughs> I don't know. Almost. The uh, last one is Sue. Like, That's for the OG it, four colors. Oh, it Inky, is Sue. Inky, Pinky, Blinky, and Sue. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I thought that was for Miss Pac-Man. Uh, I don't think that they were named in Pac-Man. I think Pac-Man adopted yeah. the names in later versions once they'd released. Because yeah. I, I had because I had um, Sue in my head. But I was like, no, that's Miss Pac-Man. The one for yeah. the regular Pac-Man's different, and that's why I didn't say Sue. But Pinky, Pinky, Blinky, and Sue. And Sue. Yeah. Anyway, whose turn yeah. is it? It's yours. Okay. It's your turn. <laughs> you said Pac-Man, right. Um, my next one, uh actual very strong pick, I think, is Pink from the Pink Panther cartoons. I.e. the Panther who is pink, since the pink panther is the diamond <laughs> yeah um, i yeah. thought you were gonna bring this up is it's is, I, sorry go, uh, i feel like I a, you. Sorry, a character that i think better than maybe any other character because of the show really the show is really and i mean the show is the character encapsulates the ability the abilities of an animated character like there is no like physical gag cartoon i think that's better than this i don't think any of the looney tunes are as good as the pink panther sh- uh show i do not think any of the hanna barbera stuff or any of the like there are i think some like one off cartoons from the MGM library that might be able to be like on par, but not, they're not a whole show. Um, and, and I think that that is really like, I, people, anyone who's listening to this needs to go to YouTube and they have like the entire show from, what is it? From Mersh films, uh, the Pink Panther, and just watch that. It's so funny, and it is so excellent, and, like, every move that Pink makes is top tier. Just, like, the, the literally the physical movements. It is... He's not a character... Absolutely, he's not a character that can exist outside of that format, and uses uses the format so superiorly... And there is always something, like, active and dynamic. And yet, the entire thing is incredibly minimal. Like, there is not... There are not these, like, complex, like, you know, Warner Brothers-style backgrounds going on. The characters are usually never more than one color, maybe two. Um, And, like, there's so little there visually sometimes and yet the focus is so supremely on what is happening that it does not matter and in fact it is maybe even supported by how empty everything is around it it is such a powerful cartoon and it is hilarious 
Like if that is the style of cartoon you like, that sort of like Looney Tunes kind of action, you know, physical comedy kind of gags and stuff like that, it is it reaches its peak with the Pink Panther cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's beyond incredible. Like I I cannot recommend it highly enough. Yeah. So I, yeah, counter that, Mark. <laughs> I was gonna say I like I I included it because I knew that you would include it. Yes. <laughs> like I I knew like I was like it's a it's a, a show about animated characters. Like there's no way Rashid doesn't bring up the Pink Panther. Like there's zero chance. Um. I so this I am someone who watched little to none of the pink panther so this is i mean why would you it's from like the 60s (laughs) this is from a complete outsider's perspective however when like putting the pink panther alongside the names that we've described before Mm -hmm. i don't know it it feels Something like, about the Pink Panther feels. I, I agree lesser. with you. It feels like he hasn't gotten as much press as he deserves. Right. Since and, he's and up I'm, here, he's right up here with names like Pikachu, and like uh, I don't even remember what we went through. SpongeBob. Like he's clearly as good as those characters, and yet he's not as well known. I agree with you completely. Right. I I don't want to penalize characters solely because they're not as popular. Like that's not. That's not my gig here. Um, yeah, I, I think great but, goes beyond popular. Otherwise, I wouldn't have picked yeah. Wild E. Coyote. I would have just right. picked Bugs Bunny. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but I, I think it's a strong case that he is. He's yeah, it's, like it's just he's the boiled me. down essence of cartoons like that. There is nothing else to him but that, and it's mm-hmm. executed so well that like. And he's just, yeah. like, so I, indicative of that in how he's designed. Yeah. Um, it, it's difficult for me to really add anything because I know so little about Pink Panther. I've recommended that, like, it to you so many times and you've never watched it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've I've seen at least an episode or two. Like, I've, I've seen so. the show before, but it was so long ago that I basically... Like, I can't even, uh, what do you call it? I can't even attest to what you're saying about, like, how Pink Panther embodies um, a, embodies a certain, like, nature of cartoon. Like, I can't even say that because I know so little about it. So I'm, I, sorry. <laughs> I, I can, I'm, Mark, I'm disappointed in you. But moreover, I'm disappointed in anyone listening who hasn't seen it because it's mm-hmm. amazing. Watch it. Go out right now to your local computer that has internet and open your local YouTube and watch yourself some Pink Panther because it's great. Also, side note, the cartoon that was tied to it, The Inspector, also really, really funny. That one Uh has a lot of verbal stuff. like The characters talk in it. Uh, so I, I don't think it's as pure of a distillation, but it is still hilarious. Like the people who worked on both of those cartoons, like deserve a raise. yeah, they deserve to be raised from the dead because they're probably not alive anymore. Well, yeah. Again, this is from the sixties. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, they're probably alive. They're probably just super old. 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, they, it's amazing. Whoever were, like created all that stuff, I'm I'm so sad that I can never remember it. Like every time I look at the credits, I'm like, these people are great. And I don't remember their names. <laughs> um, yeah, just, uh, both both hilarious. Um. Entonces sí, se we. Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, I believe it's your turn now. Yeah. So I think I'd be remiss, despite our feelings towards Disney as a company. Yeah. I think I'd be remiss to exclude a Disney character from this list. I have one as well. I want to know. I, I, I'm interested to know if it's the same character. So, <laughs> okay. My first thought was, you know, Mickey Mouse, because Mickey Mouse is, you know, the, the one that, the with the most name recognition. Yeah, yeah, he's and, the boring hero that yeah. they can never sell as well in merchandise because he's not interesting. Right. But then... Donald Duck the, came to me. Yes! <laughs> and was like, ooh, I like Donald. The, I mean, even Pluto is arguably. Oh, most of them are arguably Mickey. better than than Mickey Mouse, who is not a character. He's a cipher for whatever thing, like whatever theme they're doing. Whereas right. Donald Duck is the correct pick because yeah. in every cartoon he's in, he's still just Donald Duck. Like, they yeah. don't change him. He's still this, like, screaming yammering insane duck creature (laughs) who is somehow charming (laughs) like (laughs) yeah it's it's yeah i you know so like it's it's like a train wreck you can't look away from (laughs) yep you will receive no argument from me on this donald duck i would say yeah that was what i donald duck i literally put last on my personal list because i i thought it would be like such a strong exit because like Oh, whoops, sorry. (laughs) Donald Duck is, like, honestly is, like, maybe Pikachu or Spongebob. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think you could have a discussion about the greatest animated characters of all time and not talk about him. Mm -hmm. Like, he is, once again, he meets that criteria that I I was saying of, like, he can't exist outside of it. Like, his weird voice, the way he moves and stomps around, the way he interacts with other characters, it just doesn't work. Whereas Mickey Mouse, he just take his ears off, make him look like a person, and he's just as boring. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Actually, wait. Um, okay, this may be a stupid question, but what? Uh, also, I apologize if this jumps. Actually, I'm gonna wait to ask the question. Never mind. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. No, I mean that—that that was it. I think he's like, if you were to take from that gallery of characters, Donald Duck is the only one who I think deserves a spot. Right. I, like, I was going to ask a question about a different character, but I'm oh. afraid they might come up later. So I'm just going to wait. What? Were you going to say goofy? No, it's not. I'm okay. Good. It, no. <laughs> uh, well, if my, if mind you, goofy's up, better than Mickey, but yeah, <laughs> but again, low bar. So, you know, um, if, if this character does not come up by the end of this, I'll bring them up during okay. honorable mentions. So we'll sure. throw with it. Yeah, so Donald Duck, I think, I think deserves to be there. I think All right, Donald Duck so is, yeah, is, is a good Disney rep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, I, I now since we shared some, have two remaining on my list. How many do you have? Um, I have also two remaining that I want to bring. Okay, up. then I, 
I guess I'll go. Yeah. Um, all right. The next one, this is probably my weakest pick, but I, I think it's like so honorable mention that it, it's it almost makes up it. here. It's also, yeah. it isn't one character. I mean, it is one character, but it's not one character. Let me explain. Uh, the Tex Avery wolf. This is the wolf oh, no. that you've oh, probably no. seen or seen reference to about a million times. The sexual deviant wolf who his head turns into a steam whistle when he sees an attractive woman and his eyes yeah. explode out of his head. Yeah, And I, yeah. it is the reason I put the Tex Avery wolf here is not because I like the character. I do not like the character, nor do I like Tex Avery's constant use of that like these like yeah sexually depraved men and and like he has them in so many of his cartoons and i hate it but so many of the physical things that the wolf does that seem to me to be something that's truly indicative of tex avery's style if not even something that he came up with such as the eyes exploding out of the head um which, oh, is know, he really you, the origin for that? I don't know if he is. Cause um, like, cause, w- but I think well, either way, if he is or if he's not, he's definitely the one who made it the thing that animated <sighs> characters do in American animation. Because like mm-hmm. all the earliest examples, they're almost entirely him. Like mm-hmm. that was his gag. Right. Um, And, and like the, the jaw hitting the floor and the tongue rolling out. Like that right. stuff. Which, which is literally like so well known that there are live action movies that have done that joke. Yeah. And it's argu- like, and arguably I would think, I think the series that makes it the most well-known is another animated show that I might uh, bring up for my next pick, but is it Animaniacs? <laughs> no. <laughs> Animaniacs. Oh. Um, but yeah. anyway, sorry. Yeah. You, I mean, <laughs> side the, note uh on in the animaniacs field of vision uh if we were talking about this purely from like characters that we like freakazoid would have been on this list for me and i wish i wish he were well known enough or influential enough for me to call him one of the greatest characters because i love the show freakazoid but like it isn't him that makes that show incredible it's the show that makes the show incredible right 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 (laughs) Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I think that's so, really interesting. If mo- if more from what it sounds like an influential perspective than, and you yeah. know, a embodiment of animation perspective than anything else. I mean, but he's influential in his embodiment of animation. Sure, like it, it is all the physical gags that are attributed to that character, or not necessarily that they are the progenitor of those of those uh, gags, but that that is what that character does mm-hmm. so many of them are emulated or just straight ripped off in other cartoons it's so influential because of that and i mean like i'm almost saying at this point that like my one of the characters on this list is just like things that tex avery made yeah. <laughs> as a broad concept <laughs> but like uh-huh. I-, I think i want to say that and also that the best way to say that in terms of a character is just to say that wolf in the Tex Avery cartoons. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think nothing better encapsulates what Tex Avery did uh, in his am- animations than that. Yeah. Um, and, and so. Yeah. 
I, I, it's Hex Avery Wolf. I must admit, that might also be something that I target when it comes down to whittling stuff down, but I appreciate you bringing the wolf up just because yeah. of the pure, like you said, the pure influence that you can't really dismiss. Yeah, he is wholly and unequivocally just an animated character. Right. He's a, a character composed of animation in in a, a very fundamental way. Um, and I actually, I have another character that is like that on my honorable mentions, which I will talk about, but, um, but Tex yeah. Avery made it because I think he has had more of a recognizable lasting impact than the other character, which I will mention sure. in a bit, or sure, maybe sure. I'll just say it now. The other one was Felix the cat. Yeah. And I'll, yeah. I'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but I, I think that both of them are, are very much just animated characters and almost nothing else. Mm-hmm. There's almost nothing else to those two characters. Um, but anyway, uh, go yeah. ahead and, and let's hear your second to last. Okay. Would it be a podcast about animated characters if maybe the mm-hmm. most famous cat podcast mouse... animated character yeah if if the most famous cat and mouse in animated media ah, pixie up... and dixie and mr jinx yes of course that's the <laughs> one you got it <laughs> no i i don't think you can bring up animated characters without bringing up tom and jerry and like between the two of them if i had to pick one i think i would pick up i would pick tom more than jerry but that's just me. Um, uh, oh, yeah. No, I literally, like, in my honor, honorable Tom mentions, Cat. is Tom oh, Cat. I did yeah. not mention Jerry. And I, I will say, I think there's a reason why Tom Wait, Cat. Tom and Jerry is in your honorable mentions? I'm shocked. They're yeah. Not your, they're not in your top ten? Wow. Yeah, I know. Because I have a similar thing about Tom and Jerry. Because people are like, oh, Tom and Jerry are jerks. They're terrible. I'm like, yes, no, they are. They're awful, awful characters. However, they are, once again, like, what what they are is a gag Ah. delivery system. They are just animated. They are not, you are not meant to like them, necessarily. But I think between the two of them, the one that you can actually relate to is Tom, not Jerry. Yeah. Because he's similar to Wile E. Coyote. Yeah, exactly. And, like, Tom's just doing his job. Like, he's the beaten down house cat that, you know... That yeah, whose owner is trying to get it, or I guess it's not quite in canon that the owner is trying to get him to kill Jerry, but like, I mean, well, the, the owner, Jerry, the like. owner is ha- has the cat to remove vermin, and in fact, right. like it's referenced multiple times. Tom is very good at catching mice. Jerry is special. Yeah. He's Jerry is incredibly smart. He's smarter than Tom is the problem. Tom right. is not only good at catching mice, but he's also very smart. Like it is referenced, but he's just very full of himself, and that's that's why he is the bad guy. It's not because, you know, he's he's trying to kill Jerry, which right. is you know I think the negative part of Tom and Jerry. Which again, sure they're awful whatever. people, like, like yeah, but literally yeah. who literally who cares in my opinion? Exactly. Whatever. Um, like. I mean, apparently John Hodgman. John Hodgman thinks that they're terrible because what? of that, and it's like yeah, I know, what? right? And it's like 
I usually Come really on. like what are we doing John here? Hodgman, but that is the one thing I was like, I can't cannot see eye to eye on you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because yeah, they are they are supreme delivery of gags. Um and they are absolutely animated characters. Um animated before they are characters. Um and, and yes, I, I agree. Tom is better i think he gets better screen time and better gags and he mm-hmm. is more workable because even though jerry is the one who is the good guy the protagonist yeah, of the story is is tom it's not yeah, like, jerry he, he's the good guy the same way bugs well the same way bugs bunny is the good guy it's like yeah it, except that bugs bunny is a better character yeah as yeah. we went over <laughs> right um, it's like yeah like I, yeah exactly I, I hesitate to call jerry a good guy <laughs> I mean, but. Jerry is, like, the good guy in the way that, like, a bunch of Disney heroes are good guys. Like, they're not interesting, and they're just great. And that's what makes them the good guys, that they're great. <laughs> and that's why Jerry isn't as cool as Tom. Like, mm-hmm. he's not as interesting uh, mm-hmm. from a character perspective. He's Being awesome is not interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And, and Jerry always wins too, which is I guess yeah, exactly point. like yeah. Well, not <laughs> always, are, because I mean, there is one in which they lose. There are one or two, I think, maybe where they lose equally. Um, oh, sure. There's but a like, very old one in which Tom actually speaks one time at the end of the episode, and this is very very early Hanna Barbera stuff. Tom gets a telegram from some relative of his that passed away and left him all their money in their will. Uh, But it says that in order to keep the money, you can never harm another living thing again, not even a mouse. And so he gets this money and he ends up living on Main Street in like the nicest hotel uh, or I guess not hotel, whatever, apartment complex. And he has this huge penthouse apartment. And, like, he keeps trying to live this glorious life. But Jerry's, like, always there messing it up for him. And every time he, like, tries to attack Jerry, Jerry just holds out the telegram. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, driving him insane. And finally, at the very end, he just snaps and he screams at Jerry. Jerry holds out the telegram and he grabs the telegram rips it up and starts jamming it into Jerry's mouth. And he uh, stops in the middle of it and he goes, gee, I'm throwing away a million dollars. But I'm happy! And he just starts slamming Jerry with stuff. And it's like, yeah, they're whack. both they're both awful. Like, they're both really, truly awful to each other. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter because that's the driving force. <laughs> And yeah, and but like that's the thing is like when they have a plot that's like that, they lose equally because like okay. Jerry's life is terrible because Tom's always hunting him down because Tom mm-hmm. wants to beat him and and the idea I guess being that like you know Jerry's the one that he can't get because um, mm-hmm. if it weren't for Jerry, he like the other intelligent characters Tom would always win over them and I'm sorry I bumped my mic there. Um, Tom would always win over them. And there are like many references to the fact that Tom does catch a lot of other mice and birds and stuff. Like there's one where like Jerry, you know, slams Tom, knocks him out, walks into his mouth, unlocks his stomach and like a horde of animals (laughs) come out of Tom. And so it's like, yeah, Tom is good at his job. It's just Jerry is better. Um, I basically just like encapsulated the show there. That wasn't even like a, me explaining anything except like this is how Tom and Jerry works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, there's this I, I cat. See, I, I see your <laughs> distinction where, where it's not that Jerry always wins, but it's that I feel like Jerry never gets the raw end of the deal, I guess. Exactly. Not the raw end of the deal. He never, he never does worse than Tom. Yeah. <laughs> and there way. are yeah. absolutely uh, episodes where he does win, like really and truly uh, defeating mm-hmm. Tom. So, yeah. yeah. But. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have yeah. to see how that discussion goes when we try to decide whether or not Tom and Jerry belongs. But. <laughs> well, I, I think we can we'll both see. agree if we're talking about one Oh, character that yeah. goes yeah it's Tom. Tom yeah 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 like jerry's not gonna make it onto this list mm-hmm. um if we had to pick like you know um but yeah no i am a, a true fan of the old tom and jerry like the hannah barbera the actual ones with william hannah and joseph barbera mm-hmm. are great i i really mm-hmm. think they're amazing amazing cartoons i think it might have actually been Chuck Jones that took after over after him. Wow. Or what a after powerhouse. Him. Yeah, and the Chuck <laughs> Jones wild. ones are they're not bad, they're just not as good. And then there was Oh my god, who did the ones in the sixties that were like super geometric and, and Jerry always does that tuka 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 thing? Those ones are terrible. Awful. <laughs> Those are just bad. I hate them. I really hate them. God, they're it's like, oh man, you know what people like? abstract colors all over the or abstract shapes and and blotches all over the place and and weird sound effects like like yeah cool i'm sure people loved that yeah Yeah. (laughs) i hated that director don't remember who it was anyway anyway yeah that's my pick that's my second to last pick you have two more or one more. i have one more one more okay so we each have one more uh this is uh where i was discussing earlier i was telling you uh that you can't just like pick a broad character concept like superman or something well he's not really so much a concept but you know yeah you have to give a specific example like where he is from uh which superman uh and my last one and again i think this one is maybe a little bit weaker but so honorable mention that i i put it in the list which is batman Yep. from the original animated series yep i was debating i i yeah when, when yeah. i was thinking of superheroes i was really hard pressed to not include the original batman he is like, so iconic of a span of maybe 30 years of superhero animation and yeah is literally the character that in the live action movies they tried to emulate and they got it wrong because they thought that the cool part about him was that he was edgy and dark. And it's like, no, it's not that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and honestly, like so much of even how he is in the comics right now is a lot based on that. Mm -hmm. Um, actually did an amazing job with that show. So this is actually the, an interesting question because I, I guess I want to clarify what you what you said before. Do you personally not like, like for example, the Dark Knight series, or are you, or do you like the series but you just acknowledge that that Batman is not 
particularly oh with the the live action ones yeah like or do you how how much do you like that because i i hear you that that is not really particularly emblematic of what the original batman was but no he oh my god it's so far from the original batman i and i wasn't sure if you were saying that you don't like it or if like you like it but it's also not particularly emblematic there's two like batman styles that i really like which is like the og not even not even like the OG Batman where he was just like once they characterized him a little bit more and I think this is like his earlier comics maybe after they became part of like DC as opposed to detective comics and there was that like merger and everything sort of around that era and the era of uh Adam West's Batman where he's like a mm-hmm. like kind of a silly character and they recognize yeah. that yeah. And, like, I like that because it's lighthearted and it's silly. And he's, like, just a guy who's dressed as a bat who uh, beats crime. And I'm like, I like that. He's yeah. got a cool utility belt that's got lots of cool stuff in it. And he makes, like, lots of jokes and says silly things. And Ethel Merman is there sometimes. <laughs> Literally, right. like, the, I used to watch the Adam West show. And it is, like, the only thing I can remember from it was the episode with Ethel Merman She's like kidnapping horses and turning them into glue. And there's this amazing shot of her standing over a huge pot with labeled glue and giant letters and like stirring a big spoon. And she's laughing like this huge, like throaty laugh. Like, ah, <laughs> like she's so evil. <laughs> it's, it's stuck in my mind. And I'm just like, I love that moment is so beautiful and it's just like it's not just ethel merman who's great but it's just like everything about that and like ah what a great show (laughs) like it's so Mm -hmm. dumb it is a show that really encapsulates a a, such a dumb silly ridiculous thing that it's great like (laughs) there's a reason people know it it's because it's wonderful yeah i think if we had to include a i think it i think if we had to include a superhero character animated character in this list i think the original animated yeah. batman and, is and that, has to be the pick like that that is no the other, other batman that i love that sort of bruce tim era of batman yeah. where he like you know he is in the shadows but he's not in the shadows because he's like an edgelord and yes he's rich but that doesn't really factor into it like in the mm-hmm. the batman live action movies he literally, like, has, like, a freaking tank truck that, like, shoots guns and stuff. And it's like, dude, the whole thing about Batman is that he doesn't use guns. Why does he have machine guns on a super tank that zips around in the streets and is made of, like, his billions and billions of dollars of money that he has, like, he has so much money that it doesn't matter. Whereas, like, you know, in the show and stuff, he tries to do good things with his money. Mm-hmm. And, like, but he's he's limited. Yeah. Like, he can get... Like, the Batmobile is originally just a car. (laughs) Like, it's not particularly amazing. And then it starts to get more and more gadgets, just like he did. And I think, honestly, that is a mistake in his design. I would have much, like, preferred for it to, like, be a nice car. But nothing in particular super amazing. Because... Yeah, nothing too opulent. Yeah, because, like, the one problem, I think, with the Bruce Tim era is that, like, in order to make him more super, he gets stuff like the crazy Bat Jet. And it's, like, the amount of money that it would take to make that 
like you could just fix a lot of the city with that. <laughs> it's like if you right. love the city, and like hot take, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably a hot take. People love Batman. I think the question is a better version of the Batman, because the question is kind of like Batman, except he's not rich, <laughs> so it kind of works better. Oh, <laughs> because like, like random vigilante who dresses up and yeah exactly and you can never yeah. like with batman so often it's like well why don't you just fix that problem with money <laughs> like you built you built the satellite that the the justice league is in like that is a huge amount of money why don't you just use that to fix problems like <laughs> money can be used to fix certain things and there are a lot of things here like j- literally just like take that money and divide it amongst all the people who are needy in gotham and they'll all like be better off, <laughs> which I guess is kind of socialist. I'm basically talking about UBI, and I know we've had that discussion before, but it's straight up like, that's or a, like yeah, buy out discussion. the housing that's in Gotham, improve it, and make it available for low prices, and like restrict people who can buy it to under a certain income. Do something like that. <laughs> like you could do that. Why not? <laughs> You're the richest, one of the richest men in the world. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. do that. Um, and, and then, like, you know, maybe make that a, a model of how people work their cities and stuff like that. And, like, you know, you're Batman. You have that ability. Whereas with the question, he's just some guy. <laughs> like, he has basically the same abilities as Batman. Like, he's a really good martial artist. There's maybe something magical to him sometimes, but, you know, it's never very deep. It, it's, you know, a little bit flexible. But, you know, he's he's like a, a an investigator, a really smart investigator who wants to help his city, but his city is crumbling around him. So it's like he's kind of just a better version of the Batman. <laughs> and so, you know, maybe that's a hot take. But, yeah, if we're... The, honestly, the question is also an amazing animated character from the DCAU. But for the purposes of us creating this list, uh, I, I, I'm i saying, yeah, I mean, he wouldn't be on this list, the, the question. Um, he would, mm-hmm. you know, Batman. Batman is on this list. I, yep. At least I for now. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. All right, let's hear your last one, and then let's get to whittling this list down because yes. we're an hour and 40 minutes into this podcast. Yep. Um. So, okay, this one I feel is also kind of my weakest one. Okay. Um, which is wild because Pac-Man was also on my list. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're getting there. We're, things are happening. Um. I included Charlie Brown, or in general, hmm. like, the Charlie Brown series like the the series of characters from the Charlie Brown animated series, pick one. Exactly, that's what I'm working on right now. Like, <laughs> like, I I mean, visually, Charlie Brown is certainly the most iconic. They don't, but it doesn't really push animated media forward at all. Um, like I think I think I'm very I get very stuck. Well, okay, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Um. Charlie Brown's the most visibly recognizable. I think Lucy's character is pretty, you know, iconic. Um, Schroeder, just from a visual of him playing over the uh, player piano, is pretty iconic. Yeah, I think um, you're missing the obvious one here. I mean, like, wait. I don't even know. Like, Linus What's a character who's like, animated from that who's literally so famous... That he's the mascot oh, for yeah. an insurance company. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess we got Snoopy. Fine. You you got me. Um, I would say of all those, it's gonna yeah. have to be Snoopy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because of Red Baron. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's the Suppertime dance. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I think Snoopy, you're right, is easily the, the one that you would have to argue out of all these. But I think ultimately what I get stuck on is the fact that what makes me hesitate to put them on the, this top 10 is that um is that snoopy or well sorry charlie brown as a as a cartoon as a whole i i get stuck on emotions where like i think charlie brown exudes a pretty strong emotional uh themes for me but that oh, yeah. does not but that does not a great cartoon character a great animated character make. Yeah. I I mean I and agree. So I think I think like, Charlie Brown is the better character between Snoopy and Charlie Brown. Yeah. Um but I I think but the like, visual appeal of Snoopy, Snoopy. kind of crushes yeah. Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah. And also like just from an influence perspective like sure they there's the whole emotive aspect but i think the grinch does a better job of it like if i was just to pick a, an animated character that w- was that was purely you know emo- an emotional pick i would pick the grinch 10 times out of 10 over charlie brown but like it doesn't you're really, really hanging out in that uh, christmas uh, animations <laughs> yeah i mean yeah well i think that's important i i think because i think that is something because if it's just something i have an emotional an emotional attachment with then I feel less motivated to bring it up. But, like, if I have an emotional attachment to it and it's attached to this, like, massive holiday where there's, you know, branding and also other people who are kind of, you know, feeling that same emotional... uh, that I would suspect feel that same emotional impact, I feel like that is just an objectively better choice for me to bring up in, in this discussion. So that's kind of why that's kind of where that came from, I think. But Yeah. Also as but, a side note, I don't know if we did this before, but like I feel like we should do uh top Christmas specials. <laughs> I we've done something specials, I think, right? Did we? I don't know. Yeah. Or, we'll yeah, have to, yeah. We'll have to ask our, our loyal fan base about that. Yeah. Anyway, we have anyway. we have a a yeah, potential speaking. list here. So let's yeah. Let's thin this out, and then we can go through our honorable mentions once we have sure. a, a final list. So I've been taking in both of yours and my suggestions, okay. and I Perfect. have the compiled list here, um, which are in no particular order, not even in the order in which they were added, because I kept accidentally bumping my list app, and it kept reordering stuff. So here we Fine. go. Batman from the original animated series. Pikachu. Uh, Tex Avery Wolf. SpongeBob. Pink, the panther who is pink from the Pink Panther cartoon. Donald Duck. Wild E. Coyote. Bart Simpson. The Grinch. Gromit slash Bitzer, or I would maybe even just say parentheses Bitzer. Um, Pac-Man. Tom Cat from Tom and Jerry. And Snoopy from the Charlie Brown series of animated films. Also, Gromit and Bitzer again from... Uh, Wallace and Gromit and Bitzer from Shaun the Sheep, the Ardman Entertainment Productions. Mm-hmm. Wait, did um, I? Wait, did I hear uh, 
this did I hear the Simpsons in there? Sorry, if I sorry if I missed it. Bart Simpson. You okay, okay Bart Simpson. So that's okay. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Um I vote to knock out Pac Man. <laughs> okay, yeah, that'll be easy. Um yeah. I, as I told you, first target, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Um Okay, so there's two more that we eliminated, right? Uh, yes. So we have Snoop. You know, the more I look at Snoopy, the more I'm like, oh my god, this actually might be one of the strongest picks. Yeah, like Snoopy's crazy. I'm like, wait, he's everywhere, and he really is like a he's like a cute, dynamic character. I like I can remember his scenes in the different movies, that I can't remember what movies they're from though. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Woof! That is. Coming out hot late. There we go. Um, um, I, I, ooh, I, oh. I, okay, here are my candidates for removal. Uh, mm-hmm. Wild E. Coyote and the Grinch. The Grinch, I think, more strongly, again, just because, like, it's very specific. Again, maybe one of Tom Jones's. Tom Jones. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Chuck Jones. <laughs> Chuck Jones, they are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tom Jones. Let's go, baby. <laughs> um, oh. So, okay. Here's, like... <sighs> oh, wait, actually, I'm... no, not Wild E. Coyote. I meant to say Tex Avery Wolf. Tex yeah. Avery Wolf and I, Grinch. I, I'm with I, I'm with you with Tex Avery Wolf. I think I like I think he's a great honorable mention character. <laughs> like I think he, he fits perfectly as an honorable mention. Okay, then I'm I'm gonna strike him from it and we we have one more to remove. Yeah. And for me, I, I'm sorry, I know how strongly you feel about Pink Panther, and I'm not I have a feeling this is gonna I would knock out Batman remember- before I would take out Pink Panther. Exactly. So here's where, here's where things I'm happen. Also, oh. uh, obscure animations. Not, I mean, I guess not obscure. Small and or obscure. I mean, I feel like the Grinch is on similar playing field in that he is like a character in a movie one time. <laughs> I mean. A, from, like, that is just a whole cloth copy from a book. I mean. So there's my extra okay. fires at, but like the cringe versus pink. <laughs> I'd get yeah. rid of Wiley Coyote before I'd get rid of pink. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you're setting but the bar I think high the, here. I um, think the Grinch is the weakest one here. Between the Grinch and original Batman and uh. And Wiley Coyote, right? Those are those the ones we're deciding between. Yeah, I think it's the Grinch. I think it's between the Grinch and Wiley Coyote. All right, I'm I'm willing to accept that that's what we're battling out. Um, um, Wild E Coyote is the representative here for Looney Tunes, which is so core yeah. iconic. I don't think we can drop a Looney Tunes character. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yep. Dropping well, the Grinch. Let's drop the Grinch. It, but I'm not happy about it. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it's fine. I like he's up there. He's up. I'm, there. I'm content with him being 11th because I was when I first brought it up. I didn't think he would even get that high. I think I'm just getting greedy. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, so this is fine. I I, I would I, say yeah, he can exist as an 11. Um, yeah. Interesting right, thought that we don't have any anime characters in here, which oh I think okay, is fine, I actually but... okay. First of all, yes, we do. Pikachu. Um, Sorry. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Second of all, I actually have something to say about that in my honorable mentions. So I'm okay, going to. Go ahead. Yeah. I think we should blast through our honorable mentions. I want to hear yeah, yours, do. and then I'm going to go through mine, and then we're going to wrap up. Oh. Okay. So I'm mine are first. Yes. Okay. I I threw Mario in as an honorable mention because like sure. Solid. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, weirdly enough, I, this, this, I eliminated once we, I, this, I fully eliminated once we established our definition of greatest animated characters better, but, um, <laughs> I, I weirdly put Santa Claus because there are so many different animated versions what? of Santa Claus. It's, I know it's. It, I think this is a good use of the word saccharin, but like it's very oh kind of. Oh my god! Yeah, it, the the Coca Cola designed character who's exactly. gone everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Um, I I oh, weirdly enough, if I was ordering superheroes, I would if, put Santa Claus very high. Yeah, Santa up. Claus would be number one. Baby. Superhero. Um, well i mean so, he would be on the top but the problem is he only saves christian children yeah well you know yeah um it, it's maybe a bit uh a bit christian bias of me but um <laughs> i guess it if i was picking from the superhero genre after batman second on the list would be um uh original spider-man <laughs> Before Superman. Oh yeah, where he points. Oh, the pointing. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Spider Man as a hero is is a better pick than, than Superman, but that's a different. Discussion. I. Um, ooh, wow. But I feel like we can discuss this on a different one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a that is a. But... That is a discussion. Woo. <laughs> um. Um. Let's see. I, I had Hello Kitty in there just because of marketing and branding, not because yeah. she's a particularly good character, but like she's everywhere. Hey man, so don't bash on I, Hello Kitty or her uh, much better uh, character cousin. I suppose you could say Retzko from Goodbye Retzko. Kitty. Oh, no, okay. Well, okay. Good. It's Goodbye Penguin, not Goodbye Kitty. Oh wait, is it really? I was yeah, totally Goodbye joking. Penguin. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, no, he's a character. He's like the That's mean really one. Funny. <laughs> Oh, okay. no, I used to be like really big into Hello Kitty. Um, oh, gotcha. I had a bunch okay. of Hello Kitty stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, yeah, I think Hello Kitty deserves to be in an honorable mention for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a... I, also, yeah. weirdly enough, Elmer Fudd I have in there. Interesting. Even more than Bugs Bunny. But, he um, is truly a sex symbol. <laughs> <laughs> you right, you right. Um... I have Scooby Doo in here because I love Scooby Doo. Um, I oh I have something to say on that one actually yeah. Um, weird like. I think other than that like. I think that's about it. Like unfortunately, I can't. If Cat in the Hat had a more iconic, animated presence, then I would be tempted to do Cat in the Hat just because it's very iconic Doctor Seuss. But like, th- his animated stuff isn't really all that. I don't even know in the popular media. I think 
So yeah, yeah that, I, I don't think you could. Me. I don't think you could pick him in a world where you've brought up the Grinch because I think the Grinch right. is unequivocally better known. Yeah, exactly. and of course, everyone's favorite character, Bar- Bartholomew Cubbins. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, of course. Um, <laughs> what a we, great we brought hat. up Bugs Money as well, so I didn't. I didn't Bugs, I didn't, Bugs I didn't, Money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bugs Bunny, Bugs Money, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Um, bugs Money, Bugs Problems. Yeah, Mo, yeah. Mo Bunny, Mo Problems. Absolutely. But I figured they kind of went without saying. So. Oh, God. I need yeah. a shirt with that. Bugs, <laughs> bugs Money, money bugs, bugs Problems. <laughs> and people just stare to go like, wait, what? Wait, wait, do you, wait, do you say Bugs Bunny? Bugs problems. No, bugs money. Bugs money, bugs problems. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just replace Mo with bugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really all you're doing. Well, I mean, you're replacing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, those are my honorable mentions. There you go. Yeah, um, I, I, I also had Bugs Bunny on my honorable mentions. Yeah. For sure. I mean, he's so iconic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had. So you said anime. Oh, I didn't even bring a Popeye. Oh. <gasps> I think Popeye deserves a mention too, but anyway. Yeah, I, I believe so. Um, and maybe like Betty Boop, to be honest, yeah, as sure. much as I hate to say that. But yeah. I think in a similar vein, they're, they're like these sort of iconic characters that stick around just because the subculture that at some point really loved them is still around. Mm-hmm. And so they're just a symbol of that. It's similar to Felix the Cat. Like there's a certain subculture that just picked up on him and he continues to be something like and and i mentioned felix earlier obviously it's just like a pure distillation of an animated character that you would get early on things he's like you know the evolved form of gertie the dinosaur um mm-hmm. he's an evolved form of the good dinosaur yes, yeah exactly. yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> wait whoa do you think that maybe when they came up with the name the good dinosaur that they were thinking like Someone Felix must have cat. said something about Gertie the dinosaur, right? Like that must have been a joke uh, that was thrown around. Good Gertie, I, mean, I guess. Like I don't know, co- like, core animation components right there. Gertie the dinosaur. Um, <laughs> anyway, the good dinosaur feels so corporate that I I, I kind of doubt it. But I mean, what, I'm not saying know. that they based it on it or something, or like that that's what they were going for. It's just like, there's no way that they were sitting, animators, professional animators, weren't going like, hey, Gertie, good, you know? Eh, eh, eh. I, I <laughs> that's guess. all I'm saying. Like, that must have happened. That mu- uh, what do you mean you don't know? How do you, know. how do you know animation and not know, at least passingly, like, be an animator and not know Gertie the Dinosaur? Like, there's no way. There's no way it wasn't brought up. Anyway, whatever you say, yeah, whatever. Do you, do you Sorry, even know what Gertie dinosaur is? No, I don't. And well, then get out of here. Leave my presence. <laughs> God, one of the earliest like animated things. Anyway, um, yeah. no. So you mentioned anime. I actually do have two, sort of three things. Yeah, three things. I would say, Go Mifune, aka Speed Racer. Um. Mm is like basically like there was an era in which that anime started to leak in and you have things like speed racer voltron grandizer stuff like that and i think he's probably one of the best known still leftover from those characters um astro boy that that era of animation back when it was called japanimation <laughs> sure yeah yeah i i think he's worth mentioning and i would say a little bit after that that we may have discussed might be one of the best recognized characters 
certainly one of the best recognized, if not maybe the best recognized anime character, is uh, Sailor Moon. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah, we I, talked I, about this before. Yeah. I think yeah. that Go Mifune, Sailor Moon are, are very indicative of, of like the starting of yep. anime as as a, a known animation Ooh. style. Like back, basically, this yeah. is the first point when American animation isn't the only animation that people really see. Sure. Um, yeah, I guess Naruto doesn't quite isn't quite on that level. So I have like I have thoughts on that. I think Naruto or Goku might be up there, but I think there's a character who better embodies animation than they do and is on a similar level of popularity. Um, another Shonen Jump character, Monkey D. Luffy. Um, yeah, yeah. I I had them, but I, I nixed literally, them at the end. Literally built of the elasticity and plasticity of an animated character. You could not... Like, it would be disgusting to see Monkey D. Luffy as a live-action character. It would be horrific. <laughs> it wouldn't... It wouldn't work. It's like... Part of the reason why they never really show, like, in a Fantastic Four movie, Mr. Incredible getting really stretchy. Because it's really weird. And it's not yeah. something that you want to see. It's very much in the uncanny valley. Um, whereas, I don't think that's true of Goku or Naruto. I think you could have that. Like, so, and I think for that reason, even though that I think either one of those are more popular characters, that all three of them are ridiculously popular characters but oh for sure for sure luffy is the one that cannot exist outside of animation Mm -hmm. Um, i think that's yeah i think that's fair i yeah i i monkey d luffy was the last was the last thing that i took off of this top 20 list so i can definitely respect bringing it on as an honorable mention (laughs) yeah um, just sheer popularity and sheer like animation yeah uh, perspective and uh, just the dynasty that one piece has had oh yeah over the yeah over the years like you hard to dismiss yeah you and i are on the same page there for sure yeah, yeah. and that's i think absolutely why you get some honorable mention um mm-hmm. and then my my last two one is in relationship to Scooby-Doo, I was going to say the dogs of Hanna-Barbera, which sure. is mm-hmm. Scooby is not uh, an original character in that he hasn't appeared in Hanna-Barbera before. I think his like earliest appearance is as uh, Snuffles in the Quick Draw McGraw cartoon in which he's a, a cowardly dog who will go and sniff stuff out if you give him a treat that looks exactly like a Scooby snack. Speaking um, of Curse the Cowardly Dog, honorable mention. Shout out. Oh yeah, Curse. Cowardly Dog. Yes, actually, yes. Anyway, sorry. Oh my god. I mean, I I don't know if he belongs. Like he, I don't think he quite stacks up to a lot of these other things. I think this is just oh, very in, nostalgic. Oh, in sheer me, like but. popularity, absolutely not. And I think he would lose yeah. on that. But he is a character that is very animated, lives in the fact that it is animated character, um, and is a a, a real, like connectable character that you can feel for. So I I think he hits everything. It's just like he loses maybe even to the Pink Panther in terms of like wide popularity. Like right, he will rapidly become a thing that people don't remember. And the Pink Panther is like on merchandise. Courage the Cowardly Dog is not on merchandise really anymore. <laughs> but, he should, but he should be. <laughs> he should be. <laughs> but like. Yeah. 
un- unfortunately yeah. loses in terms of um how how well known he is but uh the Hanna last Barbera, two yeah, yeah uh, the dogs of Hanna-Barbera so yeah it, it's Astro it's Scooby-Doo it's uh who else are these dogs um Snuffles it's uh Precious Pup Muttley from Dick Dastardly there were so many of these dogs and it is a roughly repeated character archetype of this sort of like cowardly dog who speaks in a certain way or makes sounds in a certain way and the reason they all speak and sort of sound similar is because they're almost all voiced by the same person who is Don Messick um, voiced like all of them and so they're all the same character really in, in, in my eyes on a certain level they're all the same character because they're written the same way by the same people to the same effect they fill the same slot and they're even voiced by the same person so the dogs of Hanna-Barbera voiced by Don Messick um, is, is definitely there and my last one because it's technically an animated character, but I would never put it up because you wouldn't think of it as an animated character, is uh, Gollum from the Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. It, it's a it's a CGI character, um, but what you are seeing is is entirely like the frame is Andy Serkis, but the character is all animated, and right. uh, I, that's why I think is solidly honorable mention. Like a, a lot of these are yeah. like. Man, if we made this list really long, a lot of them would get on the list. Yeah. I don't think Gollum would, <laughs> but I think it's a, <laughs> yeah. an honorable it's mention in that, like, yeah. I, I think uh, as much as I bashed on 3D animation that we we often don't think about just how much is uh, computer generated or, or artistically enhanced with post-processing, to, such as to be truly an animated character. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think our definitions of what an animated character are visually change. Um, obviously from, you know, like say Felix, the cat to, you know, uh, something like, you know, the, the, the snipe from up, like these are very, very different things, but they, they share a core commonality that is that they are truly outer bound, unrealistic creatures that can't exist, um, but exist and we can connect to them through animation Um, how do you feel about roger rabbit also is an interesting one like i don't think that by by himself he stands out as a character that film is something else it's interesting and is i think a, a, a very cool work of animation uh, not to relate it to Cool World, which is a similar concept visually, but a worse movie. Cool World, or Cool Work, yeah. not Cool World. Um, yeah, it's an innovative work of animation, for sure. Exactly, uh, is that. And and I think it went on to really give us something truly great, which is... Uh, Space Jam 2? Yeah, Space Jam 2, the greatest movie ever. <laughs> Yeah. literally might be the worst movie i've ever seen yeah. <laughs> and i've watched Have food it. fight i would rather watch food fight than Ooh. than space jam oh wait why didn't we put uh dex, yeah, dex dog detective <laughs> no i would have i would have picked one of the, the either the mother or child from that one <laughs> I like how we're ignoring the uh, the bat, who is easily the best character oh, in the, the uh, yes, ironically absolutely. the best character in the movie. Larry <laughs> Miller's gay bat character is amazing. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like the one character that feels like an actual character in the entire movie. And the rest are like, what am I watching? <laughs> what strange fever dream? Almost, It's almost like it makes it more... More the whole ordeal more sundering <laughs> because of this one character that really could be from a movie. <laughs> it almost feels out of place. It's very yes, weird. But it's like it, it grounds you in a little bit of reality, which makes the rest of the movie so much more harrowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're coming up for air, right? Like that's the. Is the... Well, no, it, it reminds you that there is air that like. The thought that, oh, no, 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 you weren't always insane. There was reality at some point, but now you're here. (laughs) (laughs) At the Copa Copa Banana. Like like being trapped in a prison for like years with only like rats to eat off the floor, but like always like just outside your cage, there's there's a prison guard who's eating like a delicious sandwich. (laughs) Or not even a delicious sandwich, but like a sandwich. An adequate sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> a, a gay sandwich. <laughs> a gay bat sandwich that's played by Larry Miller. Yeah. And that's what Food Fight is. Everybody. Like. Oh. All right. I think I think we're anyway. beyond ready to wrap up. This is rapidly yeah. turning into our longest episode. I think actually at two Wait. hours and ten minutes. Really? Yes. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, this was. I fun. do my I'm best. Glad we talked about this. No, this is. <laughs> this was good. Um, this was good, but yeah, I, I think with that we should try and wrap up. Mark, do you have any homework for whoever happens to listen to this? <laughs> um, I feel like I've given the homework before of telling people to watch Avatar: The Last Airbender again. Oh, I thought you were gonna get, tell them to watch Food Fight. <laughs> oh well, yeah. I mean, I have told people that homework. That's definitely real, but. Um, nothing really sticks out. I don't know. I'll, I'll say watch Avatar: The Last Airbender. That nothing. seems like pretty. That's good your homework. homework. Watch I'll, Avatar: I'll, The Last Airbender. I'll let it you is, know if I it come is up good. With something. It is really good. I think if we again, if we made like a really long list, there would be probably Ang would be on the maybe Sokka, one of those two, mm-hmm. one of the character that gives like solid or Toph solid uh, comedy character one of those three might actually make it uh anyway anyway uh my homework is to watch the pink panther cartoons and the inspector which uh pairs with those because they are again they're really some of the best animation (laughs) or Mm -hmm. not sorry they're not some of the best animation because again the animation is incredibly simple some of the best animated cartoons maybe that i've ever seen they do amazing amazing things that are beyond the reality of you know live action mm-hmm. for sure like these are cartoons they cannot be something else they can't I, honestly they can't really even be comics like they have to be cartoons and yet they do it with so little they do so much with so little it's mm-hmm. it's truly i think a great feat of what animation is you don't necessarily need words or sound even like honestly you can get a lot out of it without the sound it is good sound like but it, even that is very simplistic like it is really a pure distillation of what animation can do um and is very funny and very enjoyable and the inspector i think again less so because you know there's talking characters and everything but they're hilarious it like i like losing 
my my uh composure laughing on a level that like i don't think i have except maybe like you know watching like the three stooges and stuff like it it, it encapsulates that feel so well i'm big into slapstick in case anyone couldn't yeah tell. in case it wasn't obvious um, yeah. yeah like it is it is like that level it's like three stooges like mm-hmm. classic good three stooges stuff anyway I, I i think that's what you should go watch um and again all on youtube compilations great um yeah that's my recommendation okay your homework and i think with that we're far beyond time to be wrapping up so uh with that i will say good good day good night good evening good luck thanks for listening good luck Good luck. Boing. Boing. Clang, clang, clang. More animation cartoon sounds. <laughs> yes, boing. <laughs> chicken noises. <laughs> Clearly animated because chicken noises aren't real. Yep. <laughs> no chicken has ever existed. Ever. They're all alive. Chickens are just a figment of... Uh, of something our imagination i guess yep They're... carl carl jung's uh chicken conundrum Ooh, they... <laughs> that's some real science